Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. Hey, welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. We're Coach David, Heather Andrews, and myself, James Johnson, the Safe Money Guy. Your safe money people, not really the safe money guy. Hey, listen, um, you know, here we are. It's we're, we're getting through February. We're moving on in the year. What a great year it's been. A lot of craziness going on. And when we left the last ap- ep- episode, we were talking about preparation. And Coach Dave talked a lot about preparation with regards to health. And, and we talked a little bit about preparation otherwise. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about preparation and financial today. And when, then we're going to talk a little bit about preparation and, and your garden. Because really right now is a very big prime time for being prepping for your garden. And it's always a prime time to prep for your finances. So, you know, Coach Dave talked about, you know, knowing where you are. And the very first thing that I always do with anybody I sit down with is I help them to discover exactly where they are financially. And the funny thing is, is whether they have hundreds of millions of dollars or a hundred dollars, I've yet to find anybody that really knew where they were financially. Um, You'd be surprised when I started asking you questions about some of the things you really need to know. And once you understand that, you understand where you're at and you understand where you want to go. So you say, well, I want to retire by whatever that age is. I hear numbers like 35 and I laugh. Uh, we all want, we always, all, every single one of us, I think, probably started out thinking, I'm going to be retired by the time I'm 45. I'm going to live the rest of my life. And the question I always ask to people when they tell me that they're going to be retired at a very young age, even 50, I ask them, well, what are you going to do for the next 50 years? Right. <laughs> All right. So, so my advice is, is not to retire. And that doesn't matter what age you're at. I don't care if you're, if you're thinking about doing it at 35, 65, or 75 or 85. My advice is redesign. Do you guys know what the word retire means? I mean, to, to, close out you know like like you're yeah if you look it up in the dictionary it means to be put out of use all right so when do you guys want to be put out of use never yeah <laughs> it I mean, depends on if it's a monday or it's a friday you know yeah but, but i mean that's like really i mean who wants to be put out of use i don't want to be put out of use but look if i don't like my job all right then i'm going to figure out how to do something else now i don't necessarily have to be paid all right, because as long you know what it takes to retire, there's one thing you have to have in order to retire. You know what it is? Truckload income stream. You have to have a paycheck. You cannot retire without a paycheck. It's that simple. And I don't. People say, "Well, I have millions of dollars." Doesn't matter. You can have millions and millions of dollars, and if it cannot create an income stream, a paycheck, you're not retiring. All right. So you, you've got. And people say, "Well, that's ridiculous." No, it's not. Because you ever heard of being house rich and and cash poor? All right. It is not ridiculous. It happens all the time. You have to have a paycheck. And once you have a paycheck, then you could also call it a playcheck. Because if you've got a paycheck coming in that you don't have to go to work for, at least it literally comes in, which is coming in generally from the form of Social Security, 
pension if you're lucky enough to have one, rental income, possibly a business, and then whatever those investments that you have, your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, 457, defined benefit plan, brokerage account, whatever they're able to create an income for you, as long as that's a paycheck and it's coming in without you going to work, now you have freedom and use of your time understand so you can go and you can do that now should you should you be aspiring to get to a point where you have freedom and use of all your time absolutely absolutely positively you should be aspiring to do that because i don't think anybody should do a job they don't like i think if you now we've all done them i mean i flipped burgers when i was a kid mowed lawn shoveled snow pop bottles i worked construction one of the worst jobs i ever had in my life was called hog tending where i was moving bricks and mud to these people so that they could lay bricks and and sand and that kind of stuff that was miserable right but but why did i do that because it was the means to the end to the next thing to the next thing and and i think once you find something you love to do why would you want to quit doing that? So you should aspire to be in a place where financially you can choose what you want to do. And by the way, that doesn't take a lot of money to do that. So, so how do you do that? Well, if, if I was going to change anything in my life and, and I left home at 15 years old. I went in the Marine Corps at 17. I got out when I was 21. I had my first business by the time I was 22, and I'm now 59. I shoveled snow. I sold um, Christmas ornaments. I, I collected pop bottles. I mowed lawns. I washed cars. I did paper routes. I did it all as a kid. If I could change one thing, I would go back to the very first dollar I ever made. And before I paid the government, before I paid the, any other expenses, I would pay myself. I would take 20% of anything I made and I would put it away for future use. Now, even Hold if- on. And yep. everybody here at the bat, like really here at the bat, an expert, an expert in this field is saying, take 20% of everything that you earn before you pay all your bills and every taxes. Exactly. You're hearing this from an expert who's saying this, that if he had one wish to go back, he would do to, to do this. So everybody ears up, write this down. This is important. So, so here's the thing. Even if I took that 20%, and I buried it in a can in my backyard, it would be better than not saving it. Of course it would, yeah. So now the thing to remember is there's something called the Parkinson's law. And the Parkinson's law is the most difficult law in the world to be. It's gonna be kicking your ass your entire life. The Parkinson's law says your expenses will keep up with your income regardless of how much money you make. The more money you make, the more money you spend. By the way, it's same thing with time. If you gain time, your life will find a way to eat the time, right? It's the the same thing with many things in your life, but it, it says your expenses will keep up with your income regardless of how much money you make. Here is the trick. Make your retirement an expense. It is your most important expense. Nothing is more important than it. Nothing. 
So you pay yourself first. Now, here's, here's the interesting thing. You're going to tell me I don't have the money to do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going to tell you baloney. So I'm going to give you an example. Have you ever owned a car? Yes. Where'd you get it? Uh, I bought it used from a dealer. Okay. So you bought it used from a dealer. When you bought that car, where'd the money come from? I earned it. Yeah. From future earnings, right? right? So you made a decision to buy the car. Now, one month into the car, you were like, oh, God, this is killing me. Three months in the car, I was like, oh, okay, I got to make this payment. Six months in the car, you don't even miss the car payment. Right. Right. It right. All, all right. At all. It's like, it's gone. It's just like the rent. It's just like the utilities. It's like everything else. It's an expense. Got it? Right, right. Here's the mistake you made. When you paid off the car, you stopped making the payment. And then immediately, I want you to listen closely, your life, not your wife, your life took it over and found a way to spend it. Of course, I bought a new mountain bike and I did you know, all of that's, this fun things. That's the Parkinson's law. <laughs> so if you don't, if you don't immediately put a mandatory savings on that money off into something you won't touch, your life will find a way to spend it every single time. And what I can tell you is that people transfer money unknowingly and unnecessarily every day out of their lives. So, so then how would I, um, so if I wanted to like save more and let's say that with, with everything I'm earning, the income is equaling expenses somewhat. Um, how do I put away 20% of my income? I mean- The, the, the problem is, is that you didn't do it in the beginning. So you, you adjusted your life to live on what you're living on now. Okay. So realistically, the only way that you can do that, realistically, you can make it happen otherwise, but it'll be painful. If you want to do it without pain, you have to go make more money. And then you save that money. But otherwise, somehow, some way, you either have to stop transferring the money you're transferring unknowingly and unnecessarily, or, which is the easiest way, by the way, or you have to make a lifestyle change. Never forget okay. my number one rule. Number one rule, live like you're going to die tomorrow plan like you're going to live forever because you just might. All right. Remember those rules. So that doesn't mean that you want to go sacrificing your lifestyle to save for your future. But remember what I said, people transfer money unknowingly and unnecessarily. And they do that in many ways. They do that in how they pay for their mortgages. They do that in taxes, major capital purchases, college planning, credit cards, and if you can identify the way you're transferring money unknowingly and unnecessarily, then just like the car payment, you save it. So here's another example. I, here's a client that I was working with just recently. She came in to me. She wants to retire. And she wasn't sure if she could retire or not. She hates her job. She really hates her job. And so I sat down and I looked at her situation. Now, understand something. I make most of my money by selling annuities and life insurance. That's where most of my money comes from and, and what I call death insurance. So, so 
but remember my rule, help as many people as you can and you get as much as you could possibly use. So the very first thing I told her was, look, if you were to just take your house right now and just refi your mortgage, you would save $1,700 a month. Right. right. $1,700 a month. That's a big number. All right. Now, what's the trick? You got to save the $1,700. Right. And you're just going to go spend it. That's another thing. Now, in her case, I was able to cut her expenses by $1,700 a month. That's $1,700 less that I have to come up with in a form of a paycheck in order for her to retire. Right. Do you understand how that works? For sure. Yeah. So that's one way. Here's another way. Hey, Dave, I'm going to pick on you. Okay. How much did you get back on your tax return last year? Uh, I want to say it was somewhere around $8,000. Okay. So you have a relationship with somebody in the government where you like to give them free loans? Um, I guess, sir. Will you loan me $8,000 for no interest for a year? I mean, we're friends. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. I'll be able to get that check today. Okay. Now, here's my point. You gave the free loan to the government. Did you know that all you'd have to do is take and and, and adjust your, uh, your deductions so that your paycheck goes up by approximately $675 a month? And you would get no money back on your tax return. Okay. But I'll make you a bet. I'll bet, I'll bet you that if on day one, the day, the first day you get your paycheck, if you don't have a plan on where you're going to put that $675, come the end of the year, you won't have it because your life will take over and spend it. Now, here's the Probably funny very part. True. Probably you very get the $8,000 back and you think you won the freaking lottery. Okay, and you're and you're trying to figure out how to spend it, where you're going to put it, and all this other kind of stuff. Whereas you got in the habit of saving it now, you'd be better off than waiting for it to come and then playing it like the lottery money. Do you understand? Very interesting. Okay. Okay, that's like another that. way people transfer money unknowingly and unnecessarily. Remember, I said credit cards, how you pay for your house, taxes, etc. So if you can first identify the way you're transferring money unknowingly and unnecessarily, and everybody's doing it, everybody, all right? Very, very few exceptions to the rule. You'd be shocked at the amount of money I find. I mean, I mean, I literally find four to $5,000 a month that people could be saving differently than they're currently saving today. Here's another uh-huh. example. People put, and by the way, this is why they work. People put money in a 401k. Now, why do you put money in a 401k? Because they're doing it tax-free. No, they're not doing it tax-free. No, I, I know that, but I'm saying they think- it, They're doing it tax-deferred. Tax-deferred. deferring the taxes, but they're deferring the calculation. But we're not going to get into that right now. We're just going to talk about the savings factor. Oh, the they may be saving- it works is because it's automatic. Oh, I see what you're getting. You're you don't correct. miss it, okay? It never missed because- it's automatically taken out of your check. When is it taken out of your check? Before, Before you see it. 
before taxes. So just right. like I told you, save 20% before you pay anybody else, they're taking out 5%, 3%, whatever the case may be, before anybody else. Now, is that a good thing? It's a very good thing because it, it, it makes you so you don't have to put on your big boy, big girl pants and do it yourself. It's automatic. Is it a good thing? Eh, it's debatable. But there's a portion of it that is matched sometimes, sometimes not. Now, if it's matched, then you should be doing it. If it's not matched, then there's a debate for whether you should or shouldn't be doing it. That's not the point. The point is, is that it's actually happening. Do you follow what I'm saying? Right. So whether you're going to contribute to a 401k or Roth IRA or any other investment, you have to do it. And that's the hardest part is doing it. And most people will dwell into that money at some point in time, which is not a good plan. It should be off limits money moving forward. Is, I, am I making sense here? No. Heck yeah. So, so there's so much more to, to teach you on this subject, but what I really want you to understand is it's about knowing where you are, knowing where you're going, and then paying yourself first. Now, if you can't pay yourself 20%, then pay yourself 10%. But every time you get a raise, you need to raise that amount of money that you're saving as well. And right. you need to come to somebody like myself that's an expert in finding this money that you're transferring unknowingly and unnecessarily, and then do that. Now, the reason why you want to find the money you're transferring unknowingly and unnecessarily is because you get to save that money without changing your lifestyle. Key factor. You don't change your lifestyle. You, you were putting it over here. Now you're going to put it over here. But your money for your lifestyle stays the same. Right. So you asked me earlier, what do I do when I'm at my limit? Okay. Well, if you, if you have to take from your lifestyle to save, you're going to have to sacrifice somewhere. One less Happy Meal. One less cocktail. One less trip to Disneyland. Oh, no. Whatever the case may be. All right. You're going to have to trap. You're going to have to sacrifice your lifestyle in order to make that happen. If you can take the money you're transferring unknowingly and unnecessarily, it has no effect on your lifestyle. I like that. I like that. Very interesting. And it, it, it's, it's, it's things that people can use and go through all of their bills every month and say, okay, well, where am I, you know, spending that I don't really need to spend. And, and I, I think everyone, Everyone has bills that, you know, like how, how many people out there have an LA fitness or a gold's gym or a 24 hour fitness. And, and I am a health good guy. Like I, I earn by helping others become healthy. How many people are out there continuing every month spending the $24, $30, $40 a month on a bit or on a service they never use. I mean, there's lots of that, but I would think that that's in everything, you know, like how could you not head through what a person ends on and just start going, okay, let's, let's, let's ax out this and let's ask, you know, ax out that. I mean, there's probably plenty of the things. Yeah. Well, there are, and there are some major ones and there's some minor ones, but they all add, add up to major ones yeah. over time. And so remember, we're healthy, wealthy, and grateful. We have Heather Andrews and Coach Dave and myself, James Johnson, safe money people. 
And it's always a pleasure coming here to try to teach you something. We look forward to talking to you next Wednesday. Remember, live like you're going to die tomorrow. Plan like you're going to live forever because you just might. And remember to keep smiling and we'll see you very soon. Thanks for coming. Make it a great day. Bye now. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.